This is Supernet Radio. Hello, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Kavando here. Uh, on a cold, frosty Cape Cod night, we got record low temperatures getting down into the uh, below zeros tonight, getting the, the negative numbers. I don't know where my guest is. We'll find out in a second. Uh, I know he's in the central time zone of the U.S., but I imagine he's getting some cold out there, too, unless he's down there in Louisiana. But anyway, uh, we got uh, we got the uh, proprietor, owner. We'll find out what he calls himself of uh, Altnuts, the Altnuts.com, which is a, uh, and we'll find out about how that came about, how we named it, and all of that. But uh, this is uh, goes by the handle of Elite Mob Tony. Uh, you know him uh, for his, by his handle, Elite Mob, out there on the Slack, and he runs Alt Nuts, which uh, provides the uh, multi pool for Supernet, the Supernet multi pool. Uh, I have not, uh, as I said uh, yesterday, I was uh, I'm going to be doing a, uh, a report. On my show, on my on the Chillax Hour, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at four, and give the re, the uh, reports of what uh, my uh, Blizzard uh, 1.2 megahertz uh, ASICs minor uh, does on on this multi pool. So uh, I'm sure most of you out there are familiar what what a multi pool is. But let's bring to, uh, let's bring Elite Mob. Uh, in and uh, we'll have him explain it to us all. Hello, Tony. Hey, Cavando, how's it going? Excellent, excellent. So, uh, how about a little, uh, how about a little bio and uh, explanation now? Uh, how you got your uh, got your crypto uh, programming chops, computer expertise, and uh, ended up. Doing this, uh, doing this uh, multi-pool and uh, being pretty intense uh, thing when you think about it to to be able to run one of those things or maybe not. Well, you tell us. Uh, sure, no problem. I uh, I got into crypto uh, a couple of years ago. Actually, a buddy had introduced me to Bitcoin, and I hadn't heard of it before. And started looking into that. Started off with a little USB ASIC miners and kind of grow, grew my collection of, of miners and then started looking into the multi-pools or the pools at that time uh, for Bitcoin and then got into the altcoin scene, realized it was a little easier to, to mine some up-and-coming altcoins and, and transfer those over or exchange them over for Bitcoin, made a little bit more money that way, bought some more miners and uh, started looking into the technologies and, and everything behind the mining pools at that point and it it kind of grew from there i started my first mining pool which was a p2p pool and moved on over into uh mpos which is another back end or or back end front ends kind of a whole solution of a mining pool and then got into the node or the nomp as you may have seen it in several cases which is a popular uh, platform for the the pools nowadays. That's actually uh, I'm not familiar with that. What is it? The node pool? What what was that? Is that uh, something that a, a 
a person who wants to run a pool, it's a platform that they use to build a pool on? Correct. The, the NOP is a node, uh, it's a node JavaScript, it's an open source mining pool. And that's, it's really popular among the, uh, the mining pool communities uh, for its versatility and, and just the ability to add uh, different algorithms. Uh, we have new altcoins coming out all the time, different algorithms, uh, constantly, constantly innovating and, and whatnot. So the node is, is really easy to, to integrate the new algorithms and, and easy to work within. So it's, it's pretty popular in the mining community to use a, a node front end. And or node back end as well. Now, when you say uh, you just kind of worked your way in, uh, were you involved with the, these early? So you started some pools early on, and uh, did you have partners? Were you like a one-man band, or to learn from people? With uh, was it like a group of you, or have you always been uh, just doing it on your own? Uh, initially, a buddy of mine and and myself had. Actually, we had created and released a altcoin of our own. It was UniteCoin, uh, which was was released and was out uh, for quite a while. Uh, kind of got caught up in some other things and ended development on that. So that kind of went away. But that was that was really where the focus of the mining pool were going. Uh, whenever I was putting the mining pools up, uh, once once that partnership and, and development of that dissolved i was actually approached and brought on as the one of the administrators for zeus pools uh with zeuspools.com and and we brought in and set up pools for for up and coming or newly released altcoins uh really just kind of anything uh anything that was that was mainstream or releasing and over the over the course of several months uh, kind of like what you've seen with such pool and some of the other large mining pools, uh, it just kind of came to the point to where it wasn't it wasn't beneficial to to pay for the hardware and to maintain the the networks and everything, and and so that too kind of went away. And uh, ironically, the way I got brought into the supernet, or actually initially with the Opal community, was whenever I was running. Uh, Zeus pools. We actually had brought on one of the one of the old coins that was Onyx, um, which at this point has has been rebranded and whatnot. But I was I was a large bag holder in Opal, and when it was brought to my attention that, that it had made a comeback or been revived, I uh, I got back on, got back into it. And started started meddling into the the altcoin industry again, and got in touch with uh, Bass Guitar Man and, and the community over there, and, and really just kind of tried to do as much as I could as far as being a supporter and and sticking around. And they were looking for somebody to run the the multiple that they had currently, and so I kind of took over that project, which Altnuts came about. And once it was accepted, once Opal was accepted into the Supernet community, I pretty much just kind of evolved the whole multi-pool into a Supernet supporting multi-pool. 
and added some additional core coins as far as the uh, Bitcoin Dark and the uh, VRC VN, uh, VNP. Right. So when when somebody uh, such as yourself or anyone else who wants to run a pool, there is. It, do you have to have an agreement with the coin? I mean, there's not. You don't really have to have an agreement with the coin for these multi pools. No, you don't. You don't have to have an agreement per se. Um, there are definitely it's it's good practice, especially as far as like adding coins to your pool, um, doing your payouts and everything. It's it's good practice, and it's it's a common courtesy to contact the the coin developer or the community, you know, whoever the PR marketing, whatever whatever the person is, the POC. Um, it's good practice to contact them, let them know, hey, I'm going to be paying out in your coin or I'm going to be doing a, a distribution, you know, under your coin name or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, VRC, uh, VPN coin, Opal, all of those. I, I obviously I'm part of the community or I'm in I'm in the slack and, and have been in touch with, you know, somebody for each of those. Uh, in one way or another, and have actually been asked to add those coins uh, progressively as as I've gone along and built up all night. Right. So, so basically, as just a, a a business practice, you just make people aware of what you're doing. The uh, let's see, the I'm getting a. Uh, a message to put you up a little louder. I'll do what I can here, and then if if that doesn't work, we'll have you uh, up your uh, volume a little too. That's as much as I can do. Well, we'll okay. see. We'll, we'll see how that works. But uh, I can hear you fine. The uh, oh, so so uh, so most so these coins that so you had some experience. You would actually develop the coin. This uh, Onyx coin. Now I remember that Bass Guitar Man was saying that he was involved in that also when he came around. Now was that a proof of stake coin? Is that is that how you get your experience with mining uh, initially on on how to mine? And because uh, don't don't the uh, multi pool coins have to that you do mine the uh, is the let me ask you this. How does the um, the coins that you do mine all have to be proof of stake? Is that correct? No, no, no. Uh, and, and to clear things up, to to correct something that was that was just said, I wasn't part of the development team for Onyx. I ran, I ran the mining pool whenever Onyx coin was released. I ran the mining pool, one of the mining pools that that first introduced the mining for Onyx is how I got involved in that whole project. I was never part of the development team or had any connection with them outside of having the mining pool for it. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, great. Just, just to clear the air on that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, best to get everything. I don't, everyth I don't want it to be misinterpreted. Right, um, exactly. Keep keep the, uh, keep the everybody straight here, including me. <laughs> the, the, the general purpose of, of the multi-pools is to provide a source for proof of stake coins once they have have gone over their or gone past their proof of work uh, period. Like Opal Coin, for instance, once the proof of work 
uh, period had had expired and it went into the staking mode, you can no longer mine opal. So for somebody that has a mining rig but doesn't have, say, the assets available or the funds available to go out and buy uh, opal directly from the exchange or, or, you know, just has an interest in general in mining for a payout in opal, would go to a multi-pool. The, the general premise behind the multi-pool is to provide an outlet for miners to go to to get proof-of-stake coins that are no longer mineable. So what you do is you mine coins that are mineable and available on exchange for exchange. You mine those coins. You take those coins, you exchange them at the exchange into, B, uh, in, into Bitcoin, and then you convert that Bitcoin value into whatever the proof-of-stake coin is that you're mining for, say Opal, for instance. So if I were to mine and I get you know, half a Bitcoin out of the exchange for the coins that I mined over X period of time, then I would turn around and use that half a Bitcoin to buy Opal and however many Opal could be bought for half a Bitcoin would be what your payout would be for that that period of mining. Okay. So, uh, and is there... Is there like a set percentage that you can, uh, that the person who runs the multi-pool, I mean, is there, what's like the profit margin for, you say that it became, got to the point where it wasn't uh, worthwhile for them, I, I, I assume that means they weren't making enough money to meet their expenses, so, you know, what, there isn't any sense in keeping the thing running. Uh, how how tight are the margins, and or is it just a matter of running a tighter ship and charging uh, less? I, I know that uh, the fees are from one to two percent. What's the deal on that? Right, currently currently on the front end on Altnuts, the fees are one to two percent. Whether you whether you're getting direct payout based on the coins that are actually being mined on the on the pool, or whether it's a payout for a an exchange coin, which would be your P, uh, your POS coins that, that we offer as a payout option, um, we're actually looking to move away from that. If uh, we're we're actually going to be holding a, uh, a a public survey or a poll, if you will, um, what something else that we do on Altmos is actually we offer merge mine coins, uh, basically. Where you can mine Dogecoin and uh, Viacoin and, and a bunch of different other script-based coins, uh, we've also got an X11 coin that can be merged mined as well. So while you're mining a primary coin, um, you're also mining all these other coins at the same time. So whenever you find a block of the merge mine coins, it's it's actually credited based on your hash rate just like it would be for your primary coin. What we're looking to go to as as a base model on, on our version 2.0 is actually collecting the merge mine coins as as the mining fees from the pools and actually offering a zero mining fee uh, up front and across the board for for your payout coins and, and for your direct mine coins. So we're actually looking to, to do away with mining fees altogether and, and just use the merge mine coins as a funding option 
for the pool itself so that we don't we don't have any upfront fees at all well then how so then so there's some other way that uh, you're making money besides that the pool the the uh, the proprietor of the pool can uh, make uh, some profit besides fees how, how would they make money if they don't pres- if they don't charge fees well and and that's a good question there's there's a few different ways that that happens uh, one of them is donation um, not only direct donations to the pool operators or the or the whole project of it itself but there's there's donations that you can go in and configure on an individual uh, profile to where you say, hey, if I mine this coin, I want to donate you know five percent of whatever coins I mine to the pool. So that'll go into an individual wallet for the pool, and the pool can use those as as an income as well. Um, and then you have your your general ad base or referral base type type thing, similar to what you uh, do there on the uh, supernet radio but for the most part it's 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 through the fees currently it's through the fees that are that are generated from the transactions and and that's generally where your profit margin is is the uh the the one to two percent over whatever's being mined and, and paid out all right the uh now the other thing that and, and, and this is, is this mostly done by bots. It's something you set up on this platform, and then uh, it's it's all run uh, through bots by this uh, switching back and forth to uh, the most profitable coins, and which you you just decide which coins you want to mine. Is is and I mean you are you the sole proprietor of Altnuts? Uh, right now, currently. I I am I'm actually uh, I'm I'm working with another gentleman that's that's also in the community that we're we're working on 2.0 uh, together and so it's going to it's going to be a joint operation very soon but but for the most part as of right now uh, that's that's correct right well the point I'm getting at there is then you don't have to I mean if there's a committee there that was uh, running it and you have to decide which coins I mean it be quite a could could get uh, be quite a discussion on which coins to mine and all of that it makes it easier when you just you, you own the thing and you can just say this is you just decide what you're gonna do right uh, whenever coins are being added to the pool right now I mean obviously we're we're looking for something that's going to be beneficial to, to everybody. Uh, the more value to a coin with the least difficulty, meaning we can buy, we can mine more of them in X given time and still have a high value, is going to be more profitable across the board for both the miners and the pool operators. It just, it just, when it comes down to the numbers, it just makes more, more sense to do that. Um, we could put Bitcoin on, on the site to mine, but unless you're running, you know, several PETA hashes at this point, it's, it's not going to be profitable. We're going to be sitting there spinning our wheels. So the, the idea behind the profit switching and the coin selection is, is to maximize our, our profits and minimize the efforts as far as the miners go so that we're getting more blocks in a shorter period of time with a higher value. 
Well, wh- how I see it is that you're renting a uh, a mining expert who really who not only knows the hardware, softwares, uh, but the um, the profitabilities and the market of coins that are out there that are are mineable. And it saves uh, a person like myself uh, I, I, to keep, keep track of the entire market and what's going on. I mean, it's it's like a niche market that uh, you got a little niche there, a mining market where, uh, and again, you, if you demonstrate expertise and provide uh, a, a pool that uh, works really well for the folks that are signing up for it, uh, you're in good stead, you know. I mean, it's like it's like I, like I say, renting a mining expert in a way. Right. That's one way to look at it. I mean, we're we we take the mining guesswork, I guess, out of it or or attempt to. Uh, I know before I started getting into the pools and everything, and I just had a drawer full of, full of miners. I was constantly scouring Bitcoin Talk forum or or any of those, you know, looking for the latest and greatest. What's what's hot, what's new, what's worth something. What's coming uh, out, you know. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would sit there for hours, literally hours on end, waiting on a release, only to find out at the end that, you know, it didn't happen or wasn't happening. So, I mean, it's it, it takes a lot of frustration out of it whenever you can go someplace that all the hard work and footwork's already been done for you. You just plug in your, your hashing ID or your uh, wallet address put in your stratum port and and let it rip yeah it sure does now uh when i was talking with you the other day um out on the slack uh you brought up this term i hadn't heard before and another thing that again kavando's kind of naive sometimes with this stuff and the technology gets by him and it was the pplns the paper last end shares and you mentioned something that you to keep pool hoppers from hopping what's it what's the deal on these pool hoppers what what are these boys trying to pull off uh there was there was a point in time uh there were collections of of miners that would have certain pools scoped out and they would hop from pool to pool to pool to to try to collect blocks and whenever they would do that what they were doing was basically collecting payouts for, for their shares or finding the blocks or, or whatever the case was. And they would just go around in, in these communities and, and collect these, these blocks with with big hash rate hitting all these different pools. So paperless in shares basically makes you build your, your payout percentage. Uh, so it it's kind of like a loyalty program if you'll if you'll look at it that way. The longer the longer you stay there up to a point, you know, which is dictated by your hash rate, you're you're building your loyalty, if you will, to the pool. So your payout's going to grow. And like I said, how how big your payout grows is going to be dictated by your hash rate. Um, obviously, somebody that comes in with a Terra hash is is going to have a greater stake in in a block that's found than somebody that comes in with a Mega hash. Um, but that's that's kind of the idea behind it is that you're you're being paid out based on your shares and and how many shares you have submitted in x amount of time 
Well, you know, it's kind of my understanding that that's what pools were all about, and it was supposed to be fairly. It was supposed to be fairly distributed. It was kind of like everybody's hash gets thrown in, and whatever gets, whatever is uh, gleaned from all of that hash gets divided evenly by the percentage of hash you threw into the pool. But that that wasn't happening. I, you know, what I don't understand is how uh, how hitting these hitting a pool with a bunch of hash would do I, I know how it works with individual coins because the first couple of days of it when a new coin comes out are very very critical if, these, if somebody jumps on there with a bunch of hash they can easily take over the whole blockchain you know that there's that danger right at the start when, when there aren't a lot of miners on a brand new coin and uh, I, 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 that's another thing I thought the multi-pools were uh, eliminating. But it seems, in what you're saying, what, what's unclear to me is how the, uh, uh, these pool hoppers could get blocks. Right. Well, what, what would happen is basically you say, say you've got five workers. Okay, and they've they've been working on a block, working on a block, and say they're working with ten mega hashes on a script form. Okay, they're they're not really putting a whole lot into it. You would you would have a large group come in, and they would apply a a, a large number or or a high hash rate and solve a block. So, basically, because the hash rate of the the miners that are there was way less than what the the hash rate was of the group that came in they would the block would be solved the share rate of the group would get a majority of the block share and then the the miners would the miners that were there originally wouldn't get near as much they wouldn't really you know it didn't matter if they were there for a day or if they were there for an hour they they would get you know x amount percent but it was a lot less than what these guys would have got uh, that came in as a group. There's there's several different uh, comparisons for for mining pools. I mean, you've got your PPLNS, which is pay for last in shares. Um, it's basically it's basically like working in a shift. You know, if it, if you're working an eight hour shift and you're there. You know, for two hours, and you have a guy that comes in, kind of shoves you out of the way, and says, "Hey, the next eight hours, I'm taking." Then you're paid for two hours, and the other guy took eight hours. PPLNS takes that away. You get that whole shift, whether you solve the block or not. You get paid for all the shares within that shift. I see. All right, I'm starting to see the picture. So, so it would be if every if every uh, per if every Minor group or group of miners started at the same time and stayed indefinitely, everything would be fine. But because miners are going and leaving and stuff, blocks become more likely to be solved at certain times, and these large groups come in at the opportune time and solve them uh, quicker and knock you out of the box. More or less, yes. 
they they provide or they offer a, a higher hash rate so they come in and kind of take the rug out from under the the little guy's feet basically and and so that's that's kind of where all this this came from like i said there's there's several different um types of of mining or different scoring levels if you will uh there's proportional um basically proportional uh is whenever a block's found it's distributed based on on the shares found how many shares were found by each each user so if you found five shares another guy found five hundred thousand shares obviously you're going to get a tiny piece of the pie the other guy's going to get a big chunk and that's regardless of how long you've been there which kind of goes back to the whole uh the whole reason between the the pay for last known shares or, or last in shares right well, that's interesting, and that, and that, uh, of course, that uh, all is evolved from the fact that they, the, I remember when I first found out about these mining pools, I thought, what a great idea, you know, to right. uh, to do that just efficiency-wise, but then, you know, there's always someone looking to uh, beat the system, to uh, polish up, uh, you know, to get it taken advantage of what's going on. Now, all right, so listen, let's get out to, uh, let's go out and let me refresh. I'm out here on the site right now, the Supernet Mining Pool. It's uh, altnuts.com, and I'm on the stats page. Uh, I, uh, and now I've only been on about a day now, a little bit over 24 hours. I have not received uh, let's see. No, uh, no payouts targeted for this user yet, which you informed me it's going to be a while. You can explain that in a minute. Uh, now it says, uh, now I want to be. I elected to be paid. Oh, by the way, uh, I had done some mining, and sometimes it had been fairly difficult to uh, get my miners working with little quirks and clicks and. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I, I think that mining itself and the complexities of, of getting uh, the whole mindset of getting to be able to mine is what's, uh, it's a real barrier to people to uh, entry into the whole Bitcoin, altcoin uh, world. I mean, like you say, it's past gone when anybody with uh, can make any money mining Bitcoin unless you're going to invest massive resources. Right. Is that correct? So, uh, so when you start mining these other altcoins, it's still uh, pretty confusing and uh, it takes some, some studying and some trial and error and I must say that when uh, I sign and I sign I signed up for many pools and to, to mine coins individually right from the start, so I had a, a decent background in it. Uh, but again, being an old fogey like Cavando, the oldest man in crypto, uh, you know I'm not I'm pretty slow on the uptake sometimes. But I did manage to get it going, and I must say that. Uh, the signing up for Altnuts, uh, the Supernet Multipool, went very, very smoothly, and it took me less than 15 minutes, and and, and I was uh, hashing. So uh, that's that speaks well for your design. 
Now, uh, I also like the way it's, it's set up. It's got a little news feed on the left. It's a, it's a real neat, uh, I like the black color scheme and uh, the message. Oh, I even see you got a little message here that we're on the radio. You can, uh, that's, uh, that's nicely done. I hadn't seen that. That's good. Uh, and then it has the user stats, which in my case, I'm, I want to, uh, I elected to mine Bitcoin to be paid in uh, Bitcoin dark, which means that I'll be paying the higher fee rate if I had, now, uh, these are, then it says the Bitcoin dark unpaid credit summary uh, is, in, and those are the coins that uh, the currency that's being mined and what I have pending coming to me. How, how, what is that, uh, this uh, worker stats page, user stats? For the unpaid credit summary? Yes. Correct. That's your, that's your collection of coins that have been mined uh, for your user. And that's, that's actually what will be going to the exchange uh, for your payout. Okay, now, uh, is, is there some uh, reason why uh, peop, uh, the multi-pool uh, proprietors would want to uh, keep the coins that they are, in fact, mining uh, secret? You know, not let people know, let other other mining pools know what coin they're mining is there is there any games that uh people can play there or is that just me being paranoid there are some games that can be played i try to be as transparent as possible i mean if 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 there's going to be a fee I, I try to tell you up front that hey you're gonna you're gonna be paying for a fee i'm gonna charge two percent if i have to go to exchange because the exchange is going to charge me you know two percent or or whatever the case may be um I know that there are some multi-pools out there that hide what coins they're they're mining and and make you know vague uh, statistics and everything. And obviously, I can't speak for them. My my only idea for that would be that they're actually harvesting more on the top end than than what they're portraying. So the payout's a little different. So they're actually making more of a cut, but. I can't, I can't, don't, don't mark my words on that. You know, I just, I've never practiced that. I've never tried to hide anything or, or, you know, try to mask what's being mined. Um, there, there too is the case that maybe some of these coins don't want multi-pools being a, a part of them because it increases the hash rate and the difficulty for the coin itself, whatever it's being mined. So, they may mask it for that. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. And of course, and you and you spoke to uh, the the whole idea of us in the casino business. It's called a skim, and right. uh, where you know that's why uh, people like that casino business because it's all cash coming in, and you take in a hundred thousand dollars a night, and and you tell them you're only bringing in seventy. Right. And, and that 30000 goes in your pocket. And, uh, and that, uh, Tony, all comes down to, uh, I like the way that James uh, put it with this uh, bit, uh, his, uh, all the conversation going on about this bitter hack, is it all comes down to reputation. 
when it because the the facts are that there it is the wild west still out there we're trying to rid the crypto world of this wild west men- mentality and but it is a reality and all you can do is hang around and build a reputation and then go off your reputation because there there isn't any uh, enforcement agency to stop people from doing anything except their own integrity. Right, absolutely. And all in all, what it comes down to is, is you know, your reputation, your character, and morals. I mean, it, that that's where everything's got to be. My my whole focus is providing a service to a community that's going to be beneficial to them. Uh, there's there's some individual pools out there. I know that uh, there's a Bitcoin dark pool. Uh, there's another uh, Veracoin pool that's out there as well. Uh, you know, there's there's nothing collective, and that's kind of where I'm. I that's the the focus and the direction that I'm going in with with Alt Nuts is providing kind of a one stop supernet mining shop that's going to provide you know your your NXT your Bullberry your VPN coin your Bitcoin Dark you know your Opal all of the all of the core coins uh, the Unity asset uh, is actually in the making and and in the plans for our version two that we're looking we're looking to release that probably the first or second week of April at this point that's kind of our alternative goal. So, and that question had come up the other day in Slack was, you know, why, why do we call it the Supernet Multipool uh, if we don't offer the Supernet asset? And and that was a very good, legitimate question. Uh, the reason I branded it that way or, or, or put it that way is, is to show support for the Supernet community and, and for the, the, the core coins and the coins that are being offered currently but it's also a work in progress, you know? I mean, it, we didn't start out with everything. And everything is, is always in development, as, as you know from being in Slack and seeing and all the, all the dev talk and, and everything else, nothing's ever done. <laughs> nothing's ever finished, as I say. Nothing's completed. The fat lady so, never sings. That's one of Cavando's rules. Right, right. And, and, you know, whenever you have a passion for something and, and you're you're brainstorming and, and you start intertwining with these other individuals that have ideas as well and, and you can kind of intermingle these and put them into a reality, it's going to continue to evolve. It's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to, to, you know, make technological advances and make strides in communities and, and you know, bridge gaps and, and everything else. And that's kind of the point of, of Altnots is, you know, we want to we want to bridge that gap. We want to offer our services the best way we can and provide the best you know service customer service support whatever you want to call it on on the back end as well we're we're not going anywhere we're here to stay and we're we're ever evolving and growing and and we see that you know on a regular basis well uh, i i saw that conversation you were talking about about how can you call it supernet when you don't offer supernet you know supernet's an asset but me i would have told them well, supernet's an asset. It's not a coin. You don't mine assets. I mean, in in my interpretation, when I first saw the supernet multipool, was exactly what 
you have set up. You, you, you it's the SuperNet core coins that you right. can and you can elect to be paid in. You don't have to be paid in that. That's a that was another nice feature where you can elect to be paid in these other coins. Well, I tell you what, it'd be great to be, I mean, I'm trying to, personally, I'm trying to accumulate Bitcoin Dark, uh, Supernet, uh, and Instadex. And uh, I really think that Bitcoin Dark has got a lot of possibilities. Uh, but anyway, that's just what I per personally want to do. So it fits right in with Supernet uh, Multipool. I mean, I do get my regular... Uh, uh, proof of stake, but it's nice to have uh, another way to augment myself, especially since I got these miners. But what I, what I'm saying, Tony, is that the person who brought that up, I just kind of blew that off and saying that's probably something they'll get to eventually. The supernet multipool, it 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 did exactly what it, I, in my mind I thought it was going to do when I saw it. That wasn't a question. Uh, or maybe I'm just not being as picky. Oh shit! You know, looking for well, they they don't offer the supernet asset. You know, not right. yeah, yeah. Those kind of uh, sour grape guys. Instead of being positive and isn't this great, and uh, make a suggestion. Hey, can you guys think about that? You know, it's a way. Again, it's how it's presented. Now, the other thing is I wanted to get to was uh, I also noticed another nice feature that you have is that you offer mining rig rentals right on that site. That was a nice. Right. That was a nice, uh, a nice feature, and I wonder if you could go through a, a little uh, explanation on the uh, profitability and why you would elect to rent a rig as opposed to buy, and uh, those kind of matters. What what? Uh, so the listeners who might be thinking about doing some mining. Uh, would they be better to buy? What should they buy? Uh, what their budgets are? And uh, if they're in for the long term or do they just want to do a mining rig or a combination of both, which what I see a lot of people do and they have their, these guys that do a lot of mining, they might just want to, they'll be mining away, but they want to put a, a, a hit, a hash onto a particular coin so they'll, they'll, they'll rent a rig. You know, what goes on between the buying the hardware and the, 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 the mining rig and what are the, the pros and cons of those? As far as the renting the hardware, uh, mining rig rentals is, it's really a great asset for the mining community. I mean, it gives you an option on both sides of that. You can lease out your mining rig. Uh, if you've got a mining rig that's, that's sitting around or or even if it's mining currently, uh, it doesn't point to their servers until it's actually rented. So it's a it's a good way to make a little bit of extra Bitcoin on top of what you're making whenever you're mining. Um, you don't you can't mine whatever pool you're on whenever your rig's rented. So your your mining will will stop. Whatever the renters mining will start and and they will receive the coins but you get compensated with the bitcoin from mining rig rentals um as far as the setup and everything goes on that it's it's really simple uh you just make a deposit into your uh into your account in bitcoin go through select the hash rate that you want and the algorithm uh you make your payment you enter in 
the stratum ID for the pool that you're wanting to mine, the username, password, and hit go, and, and it's set up in mining. Now, as far as the profitability of it, I'm actually running some testing right now. Uh, there was there was an discussion just, just yesterday that I had with one of the guys in the VRC uh, community that was questioning the same thing. And, you know, he was he was trying to use a calculator, kind of like Corn Wars, and, and go in there and put in a hash rate for one of the miners that was available on Mining Ray Reynolds and putting in what the Bitcoin cost would be to rent, you know, this, this miner for X amount of hash rate for X amount of hours and then trying to compare the Bitcoin spent with what the reward showed on Coin Wars. And I had to explain to him that, you know, whenever, whenever you're on a multi-pool, whenever you point it to a multi-pool that's, that's got profit switching, you, you can't really count on that because your, your coin's not going to be any one coin. You're not using the, the profit from any one coin as your basis for your total payout over X amount of, you know, hashing period using that rental. So I actually went out and I rented three different, uh, three different miners and pointed them to to the pool myself. I, I rented 1.5 terahash uh, for script, or I'm sorry, SHA-256. I rented, I wanna say it was 90 mega hash of script and I rented 50 mega hash of X11. And I did each one of those for an eight hour period. And I will be, I will be running payout here tonight after the show and I will post those results publicly as far as what my take was over that eight hour period and and show what what the Bitcoin was that I that I spent as far as the rentals go and then also what what my payout is in uh, in Bitcoin value whenever whenever that payout comes in right well it's good that you're doing that and uh, well the, the variables as far as profitability go are number one it comes down to the uh, price of electricity that you would be paying if you if you bought the hardware yourself right you know you got the expense of buying the hardware and then the price of the electricity but again what what really impressed me and I was what surprised me because I've been so busy developing the supernet and doing shows and uh, trying to keep up with all of this stuff is the fact that uh, you could rent your like I have two uh, GPUs that have been sitting idle along with right. my blizzard I have I, I just been too busy to keep up with them and uh, they just been sitting there so I could go to this uh, what is the name of it again X mining the mining rig rental? Mining rig rental, yeah. And I can rent my rigs to people. It's just, it's it's something that occurred to me in, in, in Next, too, that there's some way in Next that you can uh, rent your forging power to other people. Right. Uh, I I haven't actually done that. Uh, I know that there are some forging pools out there, but I haven't looked into that at all, so I'm not sure exactly uh, what the idea is behind that. Uh, obviously, it's it, what it appears like. What it appears to be to me is kind of a uh, like a staking pool where everybody kind of pulls together their their necks 
Yeah, yeah it's just an, it's just another name for for st- forging is just another name for staking is how I took it. Correct. But again, Correct. it, it the, these type of things it it speaks to the uh, Satoshi's model in the blockchain again, and to the whole crypto community using efficiencies to uh, to save resources and to get the most out of them. Uh, just like all these uh, these uh, hard disk drive. Uh, rentals uh, that uh, Opal Coin is working on, and that Veracoin is working on, and the, the the price of storage is through the roof. Like I've got storage that I'm probably never going to use. I mean, the price you can get what for for two hundred bucks, you can get uh, three terabits. You know, a storage it's unbelievable. Right. And and who's going to use all of that stuff? And now you're going to be able to rent it. And, and make some money from it instead of having it lay fallow. So the creation of all of and the little guy will be able to do that. I saw some numbers about it cost uh, some of these large storage. They, they charge as much as $3,000 a month for a terabit of storage of data. Yeah, it's definitely a large market out there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, this is this. Uh, my mind starts to get spinning when I think about all the possibilities of what's uh, what's really going on with all of this stuff and how it's down to uh, people like you, yourself and myself, and uh, that can actually take advantage of these things, you know, and make it more efficient for everybody. Right. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So that gets to the the pool questions that I had about uh, the that that mining pool. Oh, and what would uh, what are how, how does it compare between buying your own and and renting? What what are the decisions for people to make on whether they should buy their own GPU or their own uh, ASICs unit? Their own mining rig or or rental. Where where what are your feelings on those? What's better for the individual? That's really going to be up to to the individuals. You know, their their technical ability and and really what their long term goal is. Um, if they're looking to to own and and run a mining rig and they're they're technical enough to to go through and 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 do that and maintain and you know obviously aware of the electricity cost and and looking to do it th- themselves then absolutely go out and buy you one if if you've got some extra bitcoin laying around and you're wanting to you know dip your toes in the pool and kind of see what mining's all about and kind of see what your reward is based on your investment then i would suggest going that that route as well I actually do both. I have I have a whole rack full of miners setting here, and there may be a, a X15, X13 coin, or you know a script in coin, or something like that. Something I don't have a miner configured for, and I still go out and, and rent hack. And just like I did yesterday, whenever I went out and, and rented the the three different algorithms for for the eight hour period, I I did that just to run the test. So I mean, it's really kind of up to what what the user is is wanting to do and what wanting to achieve in the long run um, mining equipment some of it can be pretty complex 
uh, whenever you get into the GPU configurations and, and trying to set those up and optimize those so you're getting the most that you can out of your GPU, that, that gets a little tedious and it's a little technical. But there's support everywhere, regardless of whether you're setting up an ASIC miner or you're setting up a GPU miner, there's somebody out there that's willing to help. So if that's the route you want to go and you want to go out and buy your own hardware and you just want to experience the whole, um, you want to go out and experience the whole aspect of, of having your own rig and, and you want to show it to your buddies and, and show them what you're doing and, and share that experience, then go for it. But it all comes down to what your budget is, what your technical ability is, and what your long-term goal is. Well, you know, that's kind of, it's interesting you, you, you say that, because that's, that's how I got involved. You know, I was, my uh, Xbox 360 uh, stopped uh, last, uh, not to, now it's two summers ago, and rather than buy a new one, I went down and uh, to my local, uh, a, a guy I had met that had builds computers locally and re had a computer repair business, and asked him, you know, well, the new ones are going to be coming out because this is last fall now, a year ago. Uh, and uh, he said, well, what are you going to do with it? And uh, and uh, I just, instead of buying, he, he suggests instead of buying a console, why doesn't he build me a Steam box? And then I would have forward and backward compatibility and I wouldn't have to get a new uh, console every uh, three or four years you know, for several years because a Steam box would do this. And plus, if I wanted to get into Bitcoin mining, I could do that too. I said, Bitcoin mining? I had heard something about Bitcoin. Well, to make a long story short, I ended up, the, the guy, the technician who was assigned to build my computer, I started hanging around the shop and got in talk with him, and he was into Bitcoin. So I ended up putting in two GPUs, and uh, treating it as a video game and found it out to be a little technical, you know. And uh, But again, I'm fascinated. I'm a strange old guy. This stuff fascinates me. This computer stuff didn't even exist when I was a kid. I mean, they didn't even have the, the integrated circuit until the 70s, which make all of these things possible. And it just fascinates me what you can do with these things and how they work. I mean, the Internet, it's amazing. It's, I mean, it never, I, I, I just, I'm good at not taking anything for granted. You know, sometimes I'm happy to be driving down the road. I says, man, this road is really great. we got roads that go everywhere. People take the roads for granted. And uh, it, it's, it's the same thing with this technology. It just fascinates me. So I, I got into it, and but again... Now, with multi-pool, like I said earlier, it's like renting an expert. So now I could point my miners right there and uh, make a little more uh, Bitcoin dark for myself. And uh, like you say, there's a whole, you know, get sitting around with your buddies and uh, see what you're mining and uh, getting people involved that way, too. Absolutely. Um, and, and again, going back to, to what we were discussing earlier, whenever you were saying it, it, it makes things a lot easier with the multi-pool and everything. Whenever you, whenever you combine that with renting hash rate, your, your only drawback is basically how long it takes Bitcoin to confirm to your account whenever you're, whenever you're doing your mining rental. So it can be pretty much hands-free. You go in, you make your investment, 
you set your your minor or your rental and and you walk away and that's that's pretty much how easy it's become how, how about the efficiencies between the different offerings for rentals and that's that's what the guy from VRC was trying to calculate correct Correct. If, if one deal was better than the other and all of that, is, is there a wide disparity between them or are they pretty much all the same? I wouldn't say there's a wide disparity, but I would say that um, traditionally your your SHA passing seems to be a little more profitable typically. Um, and And again, that's that's arguable um script mining is as profitable as you can see on the exchanges most of the script coins have a decent uh bitcoin value to them individually and and as blocks as a whole but typically what you find is you have you have fewer coins in the blocks for script coins typically traditionally and so while those individual coins have a higher rate, there's, there's less to disperse. So whenever you look into the SHA-256 coins, most of those are going to be, you know, your 1,000, your 2,500, uh, your 500 or 100 even coins per block. So you've got a larger distribution of the coins uh, per hash than what you do script. But the value of those coins individually are going to be, you know, several hundred, if not thousands of Satoshi less than what the strip coin is on an individual basis. Collectively, you may make a little bit more with the SHA-256 over the script. It all just kind of depends on on the the hash rate on the multiple and how it's how it's spread out. Um, I'll post, like I said, I'll post my findings as far as the mining rig rentals go tonight whenever I do pay out on the pool uh, with my eight hour test uh, across the three platforms. So you'll be able to see uh, kind of where I'm at as I hold. And I'll, I'll attempt to break those down as well uh, based on, on the coins that were found and, and do some calculations on the back end and, and see if I can break that out. Well, you know, that kind of stuff excites me, Tony. I, I mean, I'm a very sick man, I guess. But, you know, those kind of eight-hour comparisons against uh, those three uh, types of uh, platforms and to all eight hours are fascinating me. I, I mean, I just can't uh, wait to see the results of that. That's, that's uh, like I say, sometimes I get worried about myself, what's turning me on. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the last thing I want to cover is uh, payouts. Now, I know you get a lot of questions, and I see the same question over and over again, is especially when they first start on a mining pool and uh, they don't get paid fast enough. Nobody gets paid fast enough, and everybody's complaining, when am I going to get paid? When am I going to pay? Hey, I only got paid this amount. So what, why is, is that a problem? Is, is there something in the, uh, the protocols and in the mining pool system that um, makes the payment paid slower and smaller initially until it gets rolling? You know, you get a backlog. How, how does that work? That's, that's actually exactly how it is. Like I was talking earlier about the uh, PPLNS, uh, it's if you will it's kind of like a loyalty program so if if you're only mining for a couple of hours through a pay period or or a shift if you will 
and then I do payout, you're only going to be paid out for whatever shares you found during that couple of hours, and you're not going to be at your full potential for probably uh, a day or, or several shifts into your your mining experience before you get a full payout. Just the way that the, the cycles work and the shifts work, um, typically whenever somebody comes in, they're not going to start at the beginning of the shift, and even if they do, they're not going to have the full benefit of their, of their PPLNS value on on their miners so i i see that a lot a guy will come in and add you know 10 mega hashes or or whatever and mine for a couple hours and i'll do payout and he'll get uh you know maybe 1.5 brc and and we'll post that question in a forum and and ask you know why i've I've been moaning or mining for for 10 hours and you know this is all i got and I, I will explain to him, you know, the, the next payout will definitely be different because he's got full cycle behind him and his PPLNS is growing larger. So the next day I'll do a payout and he'll have 120 or whatever the case may be. So it's it, it's a matter of, of time. And, and like I said, I, I like to compare it a lot to, to your loyalty, loyalty rewards, loyalty points, if you will. So the more shares you, you offer and the more shares you give into the mining pool up to the point of what your hash rate limits it at, you're you're gonna get paid out with a greater reward over time than, than what you're gonna get paid out for five minutes or five hours of mining. Right. And and you pay out every day. I do. Uh, actually currently while our uh, automation script is in development, uh, I do pay out manually every night. So it I, I try to be consistent. It's usually uh, later in the evening. Uh, it's usually between ten and midnight on uh, in Central Time. So I try to I try to do that on a consistent basis every night uh, between those those periods of time. But I do currently do them manually, and and I try to stay on top of it uh, every night between that specific time so that so that everything's consistent. And then the, actually, there'll come a point where, uh, like like you say, the, the, there's the job is never done. Uh, you're always tweaking and doing this, but uh, especially with this crypto stuff. But uh, you'll it'll all be automated, and you can set it to pay out every day or every day and a half or wherever. Correct. Yeah, uh, like I was saying earlier, the the version two or two point that that we actually have in the works is going to be completely automated. Um, the payouts are going to be automated. Uh, all of the sending the coins to exchange, all er, everything is going to be automated as far as that goes. Whenever we release the the two version of the Altnet Supernet Multiple. All right. Well, listen, uh, listen. I've taken up enough of your time. I, probably the, the guys on the pool are saying, "God damn, that Kalando is keeping him on. He could, he, he's got to do the payouts tonight. Let him go." <laughs> he's <laughs> so. Uh, anything else you want to add that uh, I might have not uh, thought of, or uh, that, that you want to mention about mining in general, crypto, whatever comment you'd like to make? Uh, I would say, you know, don't be afraid of mining. If you've never mined before, if you've always just been an investor and, and pushing your, your Bitcoin around, uh, you, you may be pleasantly surprised what a little investment will make you. Right. And uh, I mean, I mean, that's how I got into mining. And it's given me it's it, it, it actually my 
getting back into this. It's igniting my interest again. And uh, I do have those uh, two GPUs that are just sitting there. And to find out, I can rent them, just rent them out myself and get a few more uh, bucks and uh, a few more uh, whatever coin, Bitcoin, and transfer those, buy some more Bitcoin, Dark Supernet, or whatever, and uh, accumulate some of that stuff before the Supernet really gets off and uh, gets gets ready to take off. And... Um, I, I really think it will. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm really passionate about the supernet uh, stuff, and uh, it's great to have this. Uh, the fact I can, it, it's all there in one package. I found out an awful lot about uh, this just this last couple days, and all of the new advances that the miners have done, and it looks like uh, Elite Mob and his allnuts.com is right on the cutting edge of uh, moving his mining forward. It's a bunch of fun, it really is, when uh, you can watch those uh, coins uh, come in, and actually, uh, if you decide to mine yourself, you can actually, especially these days, you can heat up your apartment. I tell you, some of those things, some of those those algos uh, put out some heat, you know the uh, what were they? That CG miner. I was doing it during the summer. I, 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 I it's cost me a lot of money in the air conditioning. So hot yeah. in this apartment. Yeah, so CPU miners do put out quite a bit of heat. Yeah, and it's it's nice to have a nice ventilated area close to a, a fan or a window or AC outlet or something to keep keep cool air running on them. Make sure you have nice airflow. <laughs> Right, and uh, so if you want to just get your feet wet, get out there to altnuts.com and uh, just rent a rig for a while. Uh, I, I mean, it'd be interesting. Uh, for, for me, I'm going to wait and see uh, this. One of, the, one of those eight-hour uh, trial runs going to be uh, uh, done, uh, Tony. Those have actually already completed. I, uh, those completed yesterday. I had rented them early yesterday. Uh, morning and they completed yesterday afternoon so those those have already been completed and are ready for the payout all right i'm keeping you from doing that i'm i'm anxious to see those numbers man <laughs> so uh so all right hey well listen thanks for coming on i'm sure you've been helpful to uh the community as a whole and uh i think uh, i i know i learned a lot and it's always helpful to uh get uh, someone who's uh, well-spoken and knowledgeable about this stuff as yourself uh, to explain to folks firsthand. I don't know. Uh, I get some of this coming in. Uh, the questions I got, um, would it be safe to call stake mining mining 2.0? I don't know what that means. Hmm. Uh, 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 let's see, Octobetart, now I'm going over the questions that came in. Uh, Octobetart says, the most profitable algo historically is SHA-256, but as a pool, it depends on what you have a good hash rate on. If you have 2 gigahertz of script power, you'll get more profit from a script coin. Would you say that's true? Right, I would agree with that, and and that's what I I was... uh that's what I was conveying earlier is that, you know, traditionally your, your SHA-256 algorithm is a bit more profitable, but it's widely, it's widely available. You know, you're, you're going to find a ton more terahash rigs that are pushing SHA-256 than you are a gigahash rig of, of script. Um, that's also something helpful that we have on the pool currently 
whenever you go over to the uh, allnuts.com website and you click on pool stats, if you scroll down to where the stratum status is listed, over to the right there, it'll actually show you what your BTC uh, value per giga hash is going to be wow. based, on, based on the algorithm and, and recent payouts for those for those currency or for those uh, algorithms. So nice. currently for the script, uh, we're looking at 0.133, say, uh, per giga hash bit, Bitcoin. And, and that's over, that's historically over the past four days. Wow, that's a neat feature. I love to see those numbers. I tell you, I, I, I'm not well. <laughs> I love to, I love to see those kind of things. The, uh, uh, we'll see, we answered that one about the most profitable. Uh, and then this uh, October, Octobetite comes, uh, must be beta T, Octobeta T says, um, I can mine anytime, but the network tells me when I can stake in uh, in proof of stake. That's a nice point there too. That's that's why you would want to get out. That's one of the the draws of these mining pools. Uh, you know, you, uh, you you can mine when you want, as much as you want, and uh, make your own decisions about that. Well, okay, uh, Mr. Elite Mob, I got some uh, great job there, Cavando and Elite Mob. We're getting some uh, some plaudettes coming in. We'll always uh, say thanks to the listeners for that. For all of you people out there, uh, thanks again to uh, Elite Mob for coming on and explaining that. And I'll have this uh, uh, filed and uh, set, recorded, and out for replay on the archives of um, Supernet Radio. And uh, you listen to it at your leisure. And also, uh, we're on SoundCloud also. So uh, if you're listening now, if you missed the show and you want to go back, you just go out there to SoundCloud and all our shows. We're getting quite a library out there of all of these shows. They'll be growing. Thanks again, uh, Elite Mob. And uh, that's that'll be it for the show tonight. Peace out.